Hello. Hello. Hi, friend. Hi. And hi, friends. And welcome back to Stacked, the podcast about life and books and life with books. We're so glad you're here with us today. And I'm so glad I'm here with you. Amanda. I know. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. We, we've had a little break. So, yes, yes. Yeah, we haven't been sat down recording in a while, so it's nice to be here and to see you again. I love your outfit. Oh, I love yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have you been up to? I've been up to, I think... The bank holiday weekend was everything. Yeah. I saw The Little Mermaid. Everything I needed. Oh, have you already seen it? Yeah, it was so good. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was so good. Mm-hmm. All the haters, <laughs> they're rolling their graves. Have there been haters? Oh, like yeah, the when, ones who were when hating the trailer when she got came cast. Out and they were yeah. like, apparently that trailer got the most dislikes, dislikes on, on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, of get any, out of like, town. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's like people are so blinded by racism because you literally look at Halle Bailey and you're like, yes, that is a princess. <laughs> she opens her mouth and it's like, yeah, that's a princess. Honestly, they're just holding themselves away from greatness because it yeah. was a really great yeah. film. Yeah, I'm going to go see it with Genevieve. I think we said we'd go this Monday. So yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I, I think I want to go for like a late viewing though because I was like... <laughs> I don't want to be surrounded by no, kids. No, no, yeah. I went at like 8.30. Yeah, so okay. Was I was really going to go a good like yeah. 10 p.m. Good, yeah. <laughs> but no, for sure. I mean, at 8, there should be no children awake. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> and then obviously Beyonce. We, yeah. we all went oh, to see yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, everyone went to see. You know, every day on my um like Instagram stories at the moment, when I go on, there is at least five of the girlies are at Beyonce. At Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> Or that the DLT Malta thing. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. I'm but t- Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. What an experience. No, seriously. You know, I love that concert because I went on the first night and I started searching mm-hmm. for tickets. Same. I wanna I wanna go on Sunday. Actually, yeah. if anyone has tickets for Sunday, please. Oh, it'll be too late now, babes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I better send that to the stories. Yeah, yeah exactly. You better post that on the stories. <laughs> but like, honestly, they're still available though for like resale. See, the resale prices aren't bad. Like, they're okay. They're not the most ridiculous thing in the world. Okay. Yeah, have a look. But yeah, what a weekend. Honestly. Yeah, it was really good. And the sun, it wasn't like hot. Yeah. But the sun was here. Cooperating with yeah. us, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, have you been doing any reading? Yeah, I've Do- been... Go on. No, 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 go on. I've been reading very slowly mm-hmm. Lucy by Jamaica Kincaid. Is that how you oh. pronounce her surname? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Nice. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's, I love the narrator. Mm-hmm. She's so like deadpan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and unimpressed. Yeah. And I'm really interested in her. She sounds great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like the general premise or is it just? So basically, she's moved from, I don't know where, mm-hmm. but she's moved to. Also, I don't know where she's moved to, but she's mm. moved to somewhere. I think America. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like an au pair mm. for these Oh, okay. And she's white like a Caribbean people. woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. for these white people. And she's kind of just... Like, what I love about this is that they don't care. She doesn't speak a lot about the job. Yeah. She's kind of like, I take care of the kids. I put them to bed. I give them lunch. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the story is just yeah. her looking at these white people and judging them. Mm-hmm. The woman being really upset about winter and being so hopeful about spring mm-hmm. and the character is just like how do you become someone who is made miserable by the weather oh drag and me. i was like drag me <laughs> who are you talking to yeah <laughs> lady <laughs> what do you know about me yeah 
it's really interesting and yeah. it's really well written. And this is my first Jamaica Kincaid book. Yeah, but I've heard really good. really good things about her. Yeah, I have heard really really good things about her. Mm. I'm trying to think because like Jamaica Kincaid is like something is popping into my mind, but I'm not sure what. I think it's probably a short story actually. Ah, she has a short story called Girl, I think, mm. which is so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's literally so funny. It? Yeah, I've read it. It's like a super short story about like, essentially this woman is kind of like giving her daughter like all these instructions on how to be like a proper woman, a proper <laughs> lady. It's it's hilarious. It's really funny. I love that. It's I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. You love it. What about you? What have you been reading? So I'm only really doing like short form, like short fiction at the moment but mm. I even stopped that to like really focus on stuff and so I've been rereading Emily Dickinson's like mm. poetry mm. I love Emily Dickinson mm. so like that's just yeah it's almost like a little hug for me what does she write about like her poetry yeah what does she write about I don't know how to explain it I guess mm. kind of like hope faith mm. just life yeah. I guess yeah I it's some her, very varied some, like topics yeah mm. but I just I just enjoy reading her poetry I like the way that she plays with the form I like the way that she plays with like punctuation and stuff like that so yeah and like it's nice to just be able to like read a quick snatch of something that's gonna make me feel something for like those like five or so minutes before I have to go back to you know mm. life <laughs> so that's what I'm doing <laughs> It's calling it life. Yeah, <laughs> life. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Emily Dickinson at the moment, um, which has been nice because I haven't really been reading much poetry this year at all. Mm. So that's been nice to like go back to like an old favourite and rediscover some new ones. I need to read her. Yeah. I need to read poetry, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be fair, yeah. 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 So today we are talking about the books we read growing up as young children, but also as tweens. And then also when, like high school periods, whatever you read then. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's an interesting time because like for me, I didn't have as much agency as I do now in terms of buying books. Going on the internet and searching for yeah. types of books. I only read what my parents had. Mm -hmm. I read what I could access in the Brent Library or the school libraries mm -hmm. I went to. And also my older brother had a few books and I just picked up what he left behind. Mm. Um, I had no concept of what a classic was mm -hmm. or of what I should be reading. Mm -hmm. I really just picked the books based on the covers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought it would be good to have a throwback episode. Yeah. This um, should be fun. These are actually kind of a literal books that made us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, like the very, very foundation of us. Literally. But so with you, what do you feel like is the, what's the very first book that you remember enjoying as a child? Yeah, I actually have very vivid memories of this. And okay. I'm going to take it a bit more forward. Like we won't go back to like the Dr. Seuss's of it all. I'm going to try though. <laughs> no, it was all of them. I loved Dr. Seuss, but I was like, as a kid, as a toddler. No, so the very first book that I remember like reading, really vivid memory for me was actually Narnia. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was also like the first big book that I ever read. Like the mm. first I can be like, okay, I'm reading like a proper book. Mm. It was Narnia. Mm. And yeah, like I loved it. I remember just like starting it off. And I think it was also the first like really fantastical world like thing that I ever read as well. Because mm. this was like pre-Harry Potter for me. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. And I was like, this mm. is really cool. What about you? It's funny. 
I think it also weirdly was Narnia. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But if I like the re- when I, if I take it really back, it was like stuff like the Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that book you can't go, you can't go under, you can't go over, you have to go through it. No. There was this book in primary school that that. You have to read. You know when they're teaching you to read and you go out for a minute. Yeah, those books were the my first memory of short books. But then I think, I think Narnia really was the first book that I remember mm-hmm. being like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> and I always forget that as well. I always forget that it was C.S. Lewis. I don't know why. Maybe because in my head I almost think of him more as like you know an adult author mm. because of like you know the screw tape letters, letters and etc cetera, etc cetera. but yeah he is like the Narnia guy he is the Narnia, Narnia guy yeah <laughs> no, he wrote Narnia <laughs> and I always forget that about him because it kind of not like it seems like two completely different like worlds because mm. I think I more associate him with like yeah the screw tape letters and then also like his faith and like all that kind of stuff mm. and then like Narnia is so outside of that for me that mm. I'm like these are the same person. <laughs> like, mm, mm. Yeah. He's such a good writer. Yeah, he is. He really, He's really is. Writer. And it's like, I feel like with Narnia, because, for example, like Harry Potter, right? She was drawing from like a lot of different places yeah. like, when it comes to like, you know, like fantasy and like all that kind of stuff. But like with Narnia, I'm really like kind of... Actually, no, I have no basis for saying that. I was going to say it felt like incredibly original to me mm-hmm. but then I think that's because like at the time I hadn't read anything had no like reference. it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had nothing else to reference it to thing is I don't even know if it was necessarily Narnia because you said it and I was like oh my gosh that memory is so mm-hmm. fresh mm-hmm. but then it's actually a really muddled period yeah so exactly. I think about at that time other things I like Harry Potter I loved Harry mm-hmm. Potter mm-hmm. I think the first one I read was the second one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also things like what's that one a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. I, still I love was a series hooked. of unfortunate events. Yeah. I can't believe it was in primary schools. Because mm. that's the shelf I got it from. Why can't you believe it was in primary schools? I thought it was very dark. It was dark, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's in the title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, I still didn't believe them. Yeah. And every time the book ended, I thought, are you s- for real? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like I kept going, yeah. hoping yeah, that like, it would more end. Unfortunate events, like <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but that's so. Yeah, that's what I think. Those are the books that I, yeah, that come to my mind when I think of that time. What were your like reading habits? Like, did you where did you get Narnia? Did you find it at home? Did you buy it? Did you get it in the library? My parents were actually super, super good about, like, making sure that I had books at all times. Like, my dad, for one, because this was, like, when I was younger, so I was, like, living in Malawi at the time, and my dad was here, UK. Um, and he, <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I need to write that context, so yeah. And every time that he would come over to visit, or I would come over here to visit, like, he would just buy me loads and loads of books. He definitely, he bought me Narnia, he bought me all the Harry Potter books, that was him. So yeah, like it was like mainly actually my dad, my mum as well, because my mum also got me like all the Dr. Seuss books and she was always like making sure that like, for example, when it was like Scholastic Book Fair time, (laughs) that like, you know, Zephora got her books. So like they were really, really good with that because they, even though like when I think about it at the time when I was growing up, my parents weren't like reading, reading, Mm. but they're both like very like learned people so Mm. I think they like really understand and appreciate the importance of like reading especially like from a young age Mm. so they were always like really good at like nurturing that in me Mm. and like my mom would take us to the library for the day and just like drop us off and just be like you know (laughs) 
your thing. Have fun. Yeah, literally, have fun. See you 5 p.m. Like, <laughs> like, now that I think about it, I'm like... I love the childcare. Yeah, literally, I'm like, was that just free childcare? And I was over there, you have like, to get creative. Yeah, literally. And I was like, mom's so cool. Because she'd literally like drop us off like some cash or whatever for lunch. And then we just like have a day at the library and like I love that. enjoy ourselves, you know? And it was like a great time. Honestly, a great time. I'm so jealous. I never got a book at the Scholastic Book Fair. Really? Ah, I used to just be like, like what? Mm-hmm. It was always a sad day because I would just be like, what one? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely libraries. And I remember my we'd go like with a wagon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would just... I, Sorry, Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that part in the, book, in the yes! movie where she yes! goes to the library with a little wagon? It wasn't stacked like yeah. her. <laughs> Stacked. Actually, no. oh, I'm sorry. How could we forget Rodal? Rodal. Come on. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Big, big one. Yeah, big, massive one. So good. We'll get into him properly. Well, sorry, Listen. go on. As you're saying, you take no, your little wagon. Take your little wagon. And I was only going after books that you know, books that have that kind of goldish inflection on the covers. I don't like know. Daniel Steele. Literally. What? So I'm. <laughs> so imagine I'm ten, seven, yeah. reading all Daniel Steele just yeah. because it's gold. <laughs> And I see the word f- and I'm like taking the book to school like, oh my gosh, look yeah, at this. Yeah, yeah. It says sex. Yeah. And and I'm and my, my parents are Oh, not, you were that kid. My parents are not reviewing the books I'm picking up. Yeah. I'm just picking up there could be a fairy, there could whatever's gold, mm-hmm. I put it in Yeah, the, you're in like, the, yeah, I wanna read this book with this man and this woman and this horse like bounding across like Just put some, some gold sex. on the cover and I was gonna do it. Home. Planes. <laughs> Oh my god! No, literally, and then I, I just find words like I remember one word I learned. Is it reverberated? Yeah, and I'd be writing oh, stories I know in school. That was a filthy... And I was like, the sun reverber, the rays of the sun reverberated. And my teacher was like, "What do you do?" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's it. Just like and whatever my parents had on the shelf. So like I said, Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah. Or like encyclopedias. My dad loved encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like the Google of the olden days. Like mm. my parents also had like you know when you have like the A to B. Yeah, like the C to D. Like all of them down to like yeah, so that think, was Google. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Because obviously back in the day, like if I wanted to find something out, like where am I going? My dad's encyclopedias. Literally. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah. And I kind of, I was going to ask you, like, are there any books that you read as a child that you wish you read more now? Like, and I feel like those kind of sciencey physics encyclopedic books, I wish I read a bit more of them now because I mm. kind of have done away with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we have Google now. Is there anything? I don't think so, you know. I would love to, like, I want to have just in my library, like, like an anatomy of the body. Or yeah, like, oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. Books that, that you kind of, of like, stuff. oh, mm-hmm. like the planet. Yeah. <laughs> I used globe. to love that. Yeah, my dad loves a globe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Roald Dahl. Yeah, Back let's to Roald Dahl. Because yeah. I can't believe that when I was thinking or like looking at the plan for this episode that he didn't pop into mind immediately. immediately. Quentin immediately. Blake? Like The Witches? The Witches? Fantastic Mr. Fox. I don't know why I love <gasps> like, it. Like, come on. No, it's, it's so funny. That's so why. <laughs> That's I can why. tell you why. Yeah, even the movie is like <laughs> hilarious. It's so good. And I, I honestly love Quentin Blake. For, yeah. I really feel like his animation. Exactly. Illustration, illustration was like our childhood, essentially. Iconic. Because I feel like he was doing Roald Dahl. And then, am I crazy for also thinking he was doing um, Jacqueline? No, 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 no that he was wasn't. Some, someone, Nick. Let's just check. The fact that you know this, Nick J. Miller is what I'm going to guess. Nick Sharrett. Oh, damn. 
Oh, well you, done. How did you know? No, no. You know how did Nick. I know Nick? Yeah. Because I was obsessed with Jacqueline Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, I have signed books of hers. Really? Yeah. To be fair, yeah. I also I love Jacqueline Wilson. Girls in Tears. Yeah. Girls in Love. <laughs> illustrated Mum. Yeah. Oh, Illustrated Mum. Yeah. But no, okay, no, no. So, let's, before we jump ahead to like Jacqueline Wilson, Rodal. Rodal. Quentin Blake. Yeah. Okay. Quentin Blake being the illustrator. Yes. <laughs> But I just feel like you have to talk about them together. Yeah. <laughs> good to like. What was your favorite Rodell book? I think it's The Witches mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic but I think I'm going to go Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. 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 I think mine might be The Witches, but mm. like also, am I crazy for being on The Witches side a little bit? I think no. <laughs> right? I just think they were funny. So do I. So do I. Like, and I, I just, remember like reading it, like, and I was like, okay, these they seem kind of cool. And I don't it's know. not everyday moral stance. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not everyday. Kids are annoying. There we go. And they do smell bad. But you know, one of my biggest fears is becoming those people on the bus mm-hmm. who like shout at children. <laughs> like, would you shut up? <laughs> I always think I don't want to be that person. Oh, I am. I think probably like a decade away from it. <laughs> Like, if I don't rein it in, yeah. Four. <laughs> if I don't rein it in, I am. Because literally, I was on the bus the other day, and then it was, like, around, which I, I try avoid mm. whenever I can. And it was also around, like, peak time as well, and teenagers got onto, like, the bus, and I swear to you, I swear to you, I was ready to say something. No, no, no. <laughs> I, the thing is, I'm ready. always ready to say something, and then I have to remember that, oh. That was me. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like feeling so sorry for all those people yeah. that had to ride with me. Exactly. As a teen. And then also, you know what else stopped me? I was like, okay, so if I say something now, teenagers are so rude. Can I handle it? <laughs> Can I have I got the wits to battle them out? I'm like, teenagers are so rude. I'm not sure if I'm in the mood to be bullied by a sixteen year old today. Like, do you know what I mean? <sighs> but- I don't want to have to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, actually, when we were on the bus on the way to, like, Renaissance, yeah, there were these teens, like, right ahead of us. And, like, one of them apparently, like, threw, some, like, a bottle or something. And, like, it went past me. And then it hit, like, my friends behind me. And literally, I turned around. And I was like, are you are you going to apologise? You like, have to. The Karen actually jumped out. It's not the Karen. You, <laughs> you know you have to hold children accountable. You, and I think too many people are afraid. Yeah, because they were over there like, hee hee hee. I was like, I'm no. sorry. Are you going to apologise? Yeah. <laughs> and no, I didn't feel bad. Like no, for a second, I, I was like, okay, it's very much giving auntie. And I was like, yeah. No, there's a line. <laughs> no, there's a line. Yeah, there's a line. Just throwing real. things, there's having fun and being young, and then there's throwing things at people's heads. Like, <laughs> there's a line. No, literally, there's a line, and we need to respect it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm very close to it, basically. <laughs> um, but yes, children honoring the witches. Yes, exactly. <laughs> No, I love Roldan. Oh, God, yeah, I love him. Is he one of those ones that... Okay, no, he's not, is he? Like, if he was super problematic, we would have known by now, right? I heard some things, but I didn't read into it. I know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to know. <laughs> Am I, can I have a childhood, please? Can, can I continue to love things? He's dead now. <laughs> Isn't that enough? <laughs> We're terrible people. <laughs> we are terrible. <laughs> what more can he do? <laughs> what more can he do? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, and I love how his books were very small. Mm, mm-hmm. They were just like... Yeah. And he was, honestly, I feel like also 
excellent like at writing for kids mm. he was excellent at it i think he took us seriously exactly he took he took kids he took children seriously and that comes across like in the books he respects children and he respected yeah. his readership's like intelligence and that the the you know little people mm. with thoughts and opinions and like all kinds of things and it's facts because like i was thinking when i was drafting up this episode i was thinking what would i <clears throat> want for a reading list for myself mm-hmm. if, I, if I could go back and mm-hmm. give myself books to read mm-hmm. and it's just that you think children like there should be specific books for children mm-hmm. but when but I read my diary I'm like I sounded like I had the same emotional world exactly. as I have now exactly mm-hmm. I just had less perspective mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the only like ma- there are some differences but I think mm-hmm. that's the key mm-hmm. so I, I don't know I think I, I really rated him for that Yeah, and that's also why I rate Jacqueline Wilson mm-hmm. because the subject matter yeah she said listen she the, said your the mom, kids are going through it she said your mum's a mess yeah <laughs> and you know it and you're and, aware <laughs> So what do we do now? <laughs> I cannot. No, actually, yeah, like Jacqueline Wilson books like were quite dark. They were grown. Yeah, they were actually grown. Like those guys were like going through everything. It was giving peer pressure. It was yeah. Giving... It was giving neglects. <laughs> it was giving neglect. It was giving. Those kids were neglected. Yeah. Like and even the Girls in Tears, Girls in Love series, mm-hmm. I feel like that was, maybe I shouldn't have been reading that mm. in primary school. No, why not? Because it was very much, I think they were teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was... They like, were they were teenagers, I believe. Yeah. But I loved it. It was like maturity themes. Yeah. Yeah. What reading list would you give a child now? Like any child? So my like struggle with this question is I feel like the books I read now that I might recommend, mm-hmm. would I have understood them mm-hmm. then? I meant more like what books would you have read like as a child that you would recommend for kids like now? I feel like it's yeah. it's all like evergreen, okay. you know? Okay, in that sense, yeah. Rolda, all of the whole catalogue. Mm-hmm. I love all the Jacqueline Wilson books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I do also believe in Harry Potter. Yeah. Narnia is sick. Mm-hmm. I loved Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I loved I never, it. I never. I never got into that. Really? Never read it. Did you ever read Darren Chan? No. This guy, this boy who like dies at 12 and becomes a vampire. No. He falls off a roof, breaks his neck. Oh, a wow. vampire sees him, saves his life. And it's a series of him... Like, that sounds pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, no. I was crying. Did you say Darren Chan? Yeah, or Darren. On my phone? I think Darren Chan. Darren Chan Vampire Series. Yeah, the saga of Darren Chan mm. is so good. And the funny thing is, I haven't read it again as an adult, and I'm just wondering if I go back. Would you still enjoy it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think actually to that end, what I would put like on my list would probably be books that I feel like I would read even now and I would still really really enjoy it um, and still even gain a lot of insight from mm. that I also enjoyed when I was a kid so it would be things like for example I really really loved The Little Prince that was my favorite bedtime story mm. when I was a kid and like mm. I feel like it still holds up to this day it holds up not even just for kids it holds up for um adults, adults. Yeah. yeah I can never say his last name <laughs> Antoine Ding. Saint yeah. Exper, I don't know, some French guy. But The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint Exper, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I tried. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
with a little prince basically just mm -hmm. like about this little prince who lives alone on a star and like i feel like it's just about the beauty of like creativity and like you know growing up and still being able to like stay young and keep that same kind of like wonderment for life that children mm. have which like i love the little prince i still have my copy of this book when, mm. that i had when i was like a kid and i used to love all the illustrations in it as well like i remember how one of the first ones is like there's like a picture and it looks like a hat and then like the author is like essentially like if an adult looks like this they'll just like see a hat but then like if a kid looks like it they'll see that it's actually like an elephant that's been swallowed by a boa constrictor Aww. and it was just like this thing of like you know having imagination and like keeping that going and like I just love that book so I would definitely recommend The Little Prince and then also The Secret Garden which now I can't remember who wrote that mm, I The wrote Secret that. Garden yeah do you remember yeah about the sick... Was, was she a sick little girl? She was a sick little girl, wasn't she? Frances Hodgson Burnett. The Secret Garden, my friends. Now that... Now that's a book. I think that... Like I told, like I said, I read things like Malcolm X and I read things like Roots. And I would recommend people to... I would like give that to myself as a child and I'd give that to children because it really showed me things that in school... Mm -hmm. they were not showing me mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if I had left it to my school education, I would have really thought that the British saved Africa. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I would have, I would, that is how I would have left the situation. Yeah. But because I read Roots, because I read the biography of Malcolm X. And I think, I don't know, my dad just had loads of interesting books on his shelf that really opened my eyes up, yeah. at least to ask the right questions. Yeah. Because yeah, I think, I think children very much, are intelligent and yeah. capable and I think mm -hmm. sometimes we don't need to assume anything I think we should engage with them and see what yeah I think there's too much like kind of discourse around protecting kids from things that like you can't protect them from the world mm. they're already in it like what you can kind of like really quote-unquote protect them from is like further information and it's like is that what we want yeah you know yeah because as you were saying kids have such a rich inner life like already they already have like a very expansive emotional like life as well so i think we're lying to ourselves a lot of the time when we're like acting like kids don't know this or they don't know that or like they couldn't possibly perceive this or they couldn't <laughs> possibly perceive that you know it's like yeah yeah they can and they, they can. do and i have evidence because yeah i understood everything yeah and <laughs> exactly <laughs> but i also like what you said about the little prince and the imagination because it also reminded me of the Beyonce concert and mm. that bit where she says imagination is more important than knowledge mm. and I think I think that's yeah. true mm -hmm. I think it's true I think how you see yourself mm -hmm. what you can see for yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is so important mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. really is going to carry you or carry whatever knowledge you have mm -hmm. or whatever knowledge you want to impart mm -hmm. so yeah I think I'd be focusing on giving children books that help them be imaginative. Yeah, exactly. And like build self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And also just fun. And like oh, just fun. Just have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Some mm -hmm. a place where you can go and you can feel get relief from, mm -hmm. I don't know, if you're if you find school hard or mm -hmm. just things hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or life just in general. Just confusing. Confusing. And, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think the only last thing I was thinking about is I think now I I see my niece a lot on like devices mm, mm -hmm. and I worry about our children reading now. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of children in my life to mm -hmm. really have this. I don't want to like project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like... The kids aren't reading. Yeah. 
Do you know my kids are not reading? I mean, to be fair, like with my little brother, who is 10 years younger than me, obviously I have a very extensive like library, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember saving books when I was younger, but I was saving especially because I wanted like my brother to grow up and read and love like I did as well. And it did not happen. It did not happen because oh. my brother got a PlayStation. So <laughs> that's what like his pastime ended up being. So like I when I was like, so did I. I like it. when I was like, yeah, because I also did. But I feel like when I was younger, my parents pushed more kind of like books. And then I remember getting a PS2 like at a certain point, probably like around. <laughs> like whatever. Nine or ten or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, cute. But like it didn't, it never really like grabbed me. I feel like the mm. way that it did him. So I feel like how they would kind of like entice me with like books, how they would like reward me with books, they would do the same for him with games. You mm. see? So like it's like they weren't kind of nurturing it the same kind of way that they nurtured it in me. Mm. And then also he was born at a time like as you're saying, as you get old, like the newer kids, like they literally were born into a world of screens. Like and you can't really blame them for it, no. you know? No, and you make a good point because sometimes people look at you or me and they say oh you're just a bookish person you just mm. like to read but mm. I think that it was nurtured yeah it was instilled in me and like obviously it was something that I liked and I enjoyed so then it was like yeah we're off to the races but like still <laughs> like someone put in work to make sure that I was exposed to this enough to like even gain a liking for it yeah, you know yeah and then also with like reading especially with kids especially now when everything else kind of seems so much more kind of like fun and like immediately rewarding mm. I feel like you do have to make a point of like being like you should read yeah and it's not even just to be like oh yeah, you should read, but like, there's so many benefits. That I feel like a lot of people don't even the words, yeah, even like, the words, yeah, like reverberated, but reverberated, yeah, <laughs> like even though like at the time you weren't using it right, but it's like the fact that you even had that vocabulary <laughs> to even use like at your disposal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like you, when you're reading, you like you passively pick up so many words that you mean. don't even know that you know until you sit down and you write something and you're like, oh, oh, huh. There she goes. Yeah, literally. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know I knew that. Or like if someone's like, oh, what does blah, blah, blah mean? And like, oh, it means blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, I didn't even know that. Literally. Yeah, I didn't even know that I knew yeah. that. But I do because, well, I read it. And like, obviously, it felt you fill in context or whatever. But it's, it's just so useful. Yeah. And and now, because I've, I'm worried about my niece, before mm -hmm. bed, I always read with her. Nice. So we're reading The First Woman now. Mm -hmm. And she likes it. Oh, you're reading The First Woman with yeah, her? Yeah, she really likes it. That's so cute. Um, and... So I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm reading to her, but then I'm eventually going to swap and be like, okay, well you read this chapter. Mm, mm -hmm. But she doesn't like to read, so I'm kind of just not the yogi dog. Yeah. Like, yes! <laughs> yeah, literally that. Yeah. No. So yeah, yeah. One day she's gonna be like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> who's reading to who? Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> No, but I love when she's like, can you read to me now? I love, like, when she asks me, I'm like, okay, it's working. Yeah, Slowly exactly. Yeah, we're getting we're getting somewhere. I love that. See, yeah. yeah, it's honestly actually just putting in the work and having someone who's going to encourage that in you. So, no, God bless our parents because it is work. Yeah, exactly. It's like, good yeah. job, auntie. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, you. I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So now it's time for our book requests segment, book recs, where you send us your weirdly specific book requests. 
very general book request, book request, whatever you need. And we try to give you books that hopefully you're reading. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sometimes also books that we might read, actually. I feel like it's been broadening my Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was going to say is like one of my favorite things that like I'm also adding to my TBR like with these questions because now sometimes I'm like, you know, I want to read about that too. Literally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What have we got today? So today we have, let me see. Oh, God. Hi, Stacked. I'm a young married mum and part-time teacher and hardly seem to finish my books. I prefer non-fiction and writing that will help me do the things I need to do, but would like to get into fiction too. I have two requests. A short fiction story that is easy to get into and relatable for a young mum, but perhaps less dark than the joys of motherhood. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Something on the dynamic of family, marriage and kids. Could even be a memoir if you can think of a mother who discusses balancing motherhood with other elements of life. Yeah. And then the second one is, and after last week's episode, I'm shamelessly asking for a book recommendation on organisation, especially since Sephora sounds more open to self-help books now. <laughs> she said, I hope you've been doing your homework. <laughs> she said, do what you say. Yeah, literally. And you know what? I have. <laughs> so thank you. Okay, should we start with the first yeah, one? Yeah, start with the first one. Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and start because I had such a phase, like, late last year, early this year, where I could not stop reading books about mothers. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, I couldn't stop. It was, like, everything had to have, like, that kind of, like, mother motherhood, daughter. yeah, like, angle to it, mother-daughter, new mother. So, <laughs> I Is there something... I know, right? <laughs> I was like, am I preparing myself for something? I don't know. But I was like, I was just really into it for a while. So um, I remember last season I talked about Night Bitch by Rachel Yoda. Mm. And I would still absolutely recommend that. I really enjoyed that. And this is essentially a book about a new mother who's just kind of really trying to like navigate that. And then also just navigate how do you go back to yourself? And can you even go back to yourself and who you were before motherhood? You know, is that something that's possible? Is that something that we should be aiming for? Or is that you just embrace your new reality and what whatever that might mean for you, yeah. essentially? But it was it was really, really good. I really enjoyed reading about kind of like her struggles with her new identity as mm-hmm. like, this is who I am and who I've always been. But then now also all of a sudden I'm this person and it feels like I can't be who I used to be anymore mm. because like obviously one thing has changed, but it's like, everything has changed yeah and it's almost like this metamorphosis is supposed to happen immediately and then sometimes it doesn't you know no. and like it's jarring and it's confusing and yeah I just felt like Night Bitch did a great great job yeah job of like exploring that they make it seem like once they put the baby on your chest that day yeah you're, suddenly you're it. a mother you're a mother <laughs> I'm a mother yeah, I'm a literally. mother Kiki Palmer <laughs> <laughs> literally and like I love that like Nightbush is kind of like no actually this is hard like this is hard like I'm in a phase of transition and I don't know if I'm coming or if I'm going but also what I really enjoyed about that book was how much even in the midst of all of this it was very much about also this new love that she has in her life obviously Mm. with her child and all the things that her child was teaching her Mm. even about herself and how to operate in this new life and like as this new identity Mm. so yeah Night Birch by Rachel Yoda really really good 
And then just to keep the fiction going, the other one I was going to recommend is You Be Mother by Meg Mason, mm. which I love that title as well. You Be Mother. <laughs> and this is once again about like a new mom who moves, I think, to Australia from the UK and is just kind of like struggling with once again getting used to like her new identity, but then also getting used to this new relationship with like her husband. So it focuses on that mm. more as well. And then also focuses on like this relationship that she builds like this older woman who also kind of becomes like a surrogate mother to her so it's like really interesting about kind of like you know diversifying diversifying you know but like <laughs> fame yeah <laughs> it's just about like you know yeah as you're saying like the other elements of life that you have to now start balancing motherhood with yeah. so I think those two were the books that I enjoyed the most mm. when I was in my motherhood reading phase I'm about to get back into it those books are good I'm really going to pick <laughs> up night bitch yeah it's yeah i loved it i think i really need to get into that i loved it it was so strange and weird i forgot to say also obviously the the draw to night bitch being that she turns into like a dog at night but you know <laughs> yeah gotta mix it up spice yeah, exactly. it up exactly <laughs> outside of that it's about motherhood it is it is fiction yeah <laughs> Um, okay, I think what, you, what she said could even be a memoir so yes. then in that case I would recommend Gather in My Name by Maya Angelou and it's oh, part of I her love that title as well yeah it's so good mm-hmm. um, it's part of her autobiographical mm. series mm. and the first book she's it's like her childhood and by the end of oh, the first so this book is she has the, the baby that starts with All God's Children Need Travelling Shoes no, that's the... I think that might be the fourth or third. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Because by the time you get to that book, mm-hmm. her son has, like, broken his neck. Oh, and he's, like, a grown... Yeah, grown man. Yeah, like a teen, teenager. Yeah. Okay. Um, so by this book, mm-hmm. he, he's just been born. Mm-hmm. And she she actually moves out of her mum's house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The last thing her mum says to her is, once you cross that threshold, just remember that you've been raised. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Maya Angelou goes into so much detail about motherhood. Like she talks about learning to cook. Mm. She talks about finding childcare. Mm. She talks about how much she loves her son. Yeah, and how he is like the son in her life. Oh. not the, like the son, but also I'm the talking son. about the son. Yeah, <laughs> I just think she's one of those people that is so good at balancing life's joys with mm. its challenges, yeah. and also seeing the challenges as these moments to like reincarnate yourself. Mm. So yeah, that sounds good. You talk yeah. about my Angela so well. Okay, it's part two. Part two, which I love this like book request so much. <laughs> I love that. I literally called you out. Yeah, literally. I just this is great. And yeah, no, I'm I'm so glad that I actually have something for this because that would have been embarrassing. But <laughs> luckily, literally yesterday, I was having a conversation with my friend Vanessa, who also just listened to the episode on self help books, and then she was saying that she actually only mainly reads self help. Mm. So like that was like an interesting episode for her, and so I asked her to like recommend something for me because you know I actually do want to start reading some, and she said, <laughs> <laughs> "I know that sounded." Are you trying to convince yourself? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Like, who am I trying to convince? But no. She recommended The Organised Mind by a guy called Daniel Levitin, who is a neuroscientist. And it just sounded really, really interesting because it was kind of like about, I know Amanda hates this word, but it was about productivity. (laughs) (laughs) And like, just trying to be your best organised kind of like self. And I feel like that could be quite useful when you have so much to juggle, like Mm. as a new mom and like anything else really. So yeah, that would be mine. I'm going to recommend that. See, I haven't read it yet. We can read it together. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> we can read it together. We can buddy read that and see what it does for us by the end of it. <laughs> I think I might have it. Really? I haven't, I haven't read it, but I think I might have it. Well, I might be coming to get it then. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and actually the reason I have it is because I feel like I've been very unorganized mm-hmm. and someone was like, here you go. Here's some jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the one I would recommend, that the, the thing that really whipped me into shape in terms of like being organized is The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I brought it up last episode. Mm. But yeah, I think it's really good because for me, the I think when you're learning to be organized, you have to ask yourself, why am I unorganized? Mm. And the reason that book really spoke to me was because the reason I was unorganized was because I was over planning mm. and being too optimistic about what I could achieve in a day. Mm. And oh my gosh, yeah. Ah! Yeah. So yeah, when I read that, I just was able to kind of give myself a break mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just say, you're not failing because you can't do 10 things in a day. Yeah, you're not. And it's better to do one thing that you actually set out to do and actually do it mm-hmm. than to plan to do 10 mm-hmm. and do nothing. Yeah, literally stress about doing nine of them, do 0.5. Yeah, yeah. do mm-hmm. 0.5, be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm not not necessarily zero point five, but basically, I think for me it was a mindset thing and how I approached mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. So I think the first question is why are you unorganized, mm-hmm. and then you can think about looking for the kind of books that you need. Yeah. And then the other thing I did, it's not a book, but I would just call my friends who are really organized mm-hmm. and ask them, how how are you doing this? Yeah, call your type A friends. Yeah, because actually. <laughs> I thought they were just like breathing it, living mm-hmm. and breathing, and mm-hmm. they were born that way. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of work that goes into being <laughs> organized. Yeah. And yeah, I've learned so many skills from them. I've gotten some really good diaries from them mm-hmm. that nice. have really helped. Shouts out to Gabby, mm. Nina, and Ketchy. <laughs> <laughs> the organized three. <laughs> so yeah, if you have any friends like that, I think they're the They've tried and tested it. Yeah. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. <laughs> Lean on them, honestly. So, yeah, let us know if you like any of those books. I hope they're interesting. I hope they hold you. And I hope they're useful. And thank you for sending in your book request. Yeah, this was so good. Thank you so much. So now it's time for takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> I think my takeaway is just to take children seriously. Mm. I think it was very, it's very, like my gut reaction when I think of what should children read is like, oh, how can I make this like lighter and softer? And, mm-hmm. But actually, it, it's just about fun, imagination mm-hmm. and I don't know, giving them the full picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you were saying earlier about how children have kind of like all the emotional intelligence that, you know, we don't think that they have. And you're saying the only thing that they like is perspective, right? And mm-hmm. I think you like hit the nail on the head with that. Just like allowing allowing them to have their perspective, yeah. you know, and like read widely and like learn. Yeah. Really. I think my takeaway is actually that there's a few books that I could go back to mm. and like enjoy now that I think I might. Like I really want to read The, Se- the Secret Garden again now. Mm. Because I loved that book when I was a kid. I want to read Narnia. Oh, yeah. Edmund and the Gang. Yeah. That I witch. Mean, I mean Edmund, though. Yeah, but they he had me on the edge of my seat. For Turkish Delight. Do you know, I was in the store. I said, Daddy, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this boy sell out his 
brothers and sisters. I, I need to I need to try For it. For a little Turkish delight. It wasn't even good. It wasn't. It was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was weird. I remember like being like, why does this have powder on it? Like, what is this? Listen, after that happened, I literally went to Azza and I was like, I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must know. <laughs> Did Edmund have a point? <laughs> and no points were made. <laughs> Nothing. No. Not even for a twix. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> like what? They don't have Snickers. <laughs> Damn. Like you want me to betray my siblings at least? Like, <laughs> can I get some? Throw some Maltesers in yeah. there. Like <laughs> Turkish delights. I want to talk to C.S. Lewis because was that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have loved having you with us, as always. And make sure you tune in next week, where we're going to be talking about... Red, red flag, flag books. books. <laughs> <laughs> yes, red flag books. What are they? Who's reading them? Why are Who's they reading them? <laughs> Why are they reading them? Who's writing them? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at the Stack Pod. Please join our little book community. Send us your book requests. Tell us what you think of the podcast. Please also remember to follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Yes, this has been stacked. Remember to pick up a book. 